section twenty six of a brief history of forestry this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by betty b a brief history of forestry by bernard fernow great britain and her colonies newfoundland and other british possessions and colonies newfoundland newfoundland probably the first discovery of america by the norsemen remained a mere fishing station until modern times and except for the open coast unknown as regards the wooded interior which was supposed to be largely barren it became a possession of great britain in seventeen thirteen development did not begin until eighteen eighty when the first railroad was built and has progressed more rapidly since the newfoundland railway traversing the entire island was opened in eighteen ninety eight it was found that while the shores and a considerable part of the west and south coast are barren or poorly timbered and on the interior plateau large moss barrens exist there are extensive timber areas of mixed growth white and red pine balsam and spruce with white birch a lumber industry which by nineteen o four had grown up to probably not less than one hundred million feet is rapidly extending over the whole island and an extensive paper pulp industry is preparing to establish itself on timber limits under a license system similar to that applied in other parts of canada some five thousand square miles are now under license forest fires have repeatedly devastated large areas especially in nineteen o four the experience of that year led to the enactment of a forest fire law but without any agency to make it effective no forest policy exists except the commercial restriction of the license system a forestry association has lately been formed other british possessions and colonies under the influence of the indian forest service or stimulated by its success some of the other british colonial governments in africa and australia have attempted and sometimes succeeded in establishing a forest policy of east indian territories ceylon the nearest neighbor to india with over twenty five thousand square miles of which forty two per cent wooded mostly with second growth forest of small value attempted long ago an organization with the aid of indian foresters but by nineteen hundred had of over ten thousand square miles only four hundred thirty one in reserves in addition to nearly eighteen hundred acres planted one conservator and eight assistant conservators produce a net revenue of less than thirty dollars there being an import of two hundred fifty thousand dollars necessary to eke out the wood requirements of the three point five million people the straits settlement an area of one thousand five hundred twenty six square miles had by nineteen hundred a reserved state forest area of one hundred thirty eight square miles under an experienced indian forest officer gooda percha rubber and gums are here the most valuable products the federated malay states with twenty six thousand three hundred fifty square miles and heavily wooded after a report by the indian inspector general have begun to reserve forest areas some one hundred thousand acres having been set aside 
which are administered by the conservator of the strait settlements reserves the government of the island of cyprus also employs a forest officer and guards to look after its seven hundred square miles of forest in africa during the last few years small forest departments have been established by the governments of the sudan east africa nigeria transvaal orange river and natal mostly for the purpose of planting on the treeless plains the government of mauritius had made attempts at conservancy for many years but without notable success the most successful attempt in africa so far is reported from cape colony which as early as eighteen nineteen had a superintendent of lands and woods and in eighteen seventy six a department of forests and plantations neither of which have left much of record in eighteen eighty one a new forest department under a french forest officer was started which has grown until now it consists of one conservator d e hutchins twenty two assistant conservators eighty four european foresters and a few native guards in eighteen eighty eight the needed legislation was had for regulating the working of the nearly half million acres of forest area which in nineteen o two was declared inalienable government property since the wood imports amount to over two million and a quarter dollars annually the need of conservative use is appreciated especially as climatic conditions are unfavorable to reproduction some twenty four thousand acres have been planted during twenty two years at a cost of one million five hundred thousand dollars the first plantations beginning to yield a substantial revenue and it is believed that another forty thousand acres of such plantations would supply all the timber needed in the colony tree planting by private landowners and municipalities is encouraged by furnishing advice gratis and plant material at low cost and to municipalities in addition government aid is extended to the extent of half the cost of planting the seven australian colonies are very variously situated regarding timber supplies three of them queensland western and south australia being poorly wooded the others more or less heavily forested especially tasmania with sixty five per cent and new zealand with thirty one per cent generally speaking the forest areas are confined to the coast in narrower and wider belts the interior being forestless or with scrubby growth this portion is large enough to reduce the total forest percent to less than six point five the mountains and hill ranges facing the eastern southern and western coasts are especially heavily wooded with magnificent eucalyptus jara and carry while the cory pine is the most valuable tree in new zealand the one successful attempt at a forest policy was made by the almost forestless colony of south australia which in eighteen eighty two reserved its scanty forest area of two hundred seventeen thousand acres and started to plant now thirteen thousand acres planted employing a conservator and six foresters in the other colonies at various times unsuccessful beginnings were made and there exist in queensland new south wales and victoria so-called forest branches or departments but mostly without power or equipment and no intelligent conception of forest policy 
seems practically to exist in queensland since eighteen ninety seven the governor and council may reserve forest lands and regulate the cutting by diameter limit one and a half million acres have been reserved but no staff for administration exists in new south wales six million acres were withdrawn from settlement but it is mostly used for pasture and withdrawal may be revoked at any time no effective system of control exists in victoria five and a half million acres have been declared reserves under act of eighteen ninety nearly half the forest area there exists a forest department of one conservator two inspectors and twenty-five foresters but no plan of management four state nurseries of doubtful value seems the whole result the other colonies still merely exploit their forest resources under loosely managed licensed systems without even an inefficient attempt at intelligent treatment End of section 26